0: I don't know what they have to say It makes no difference anyway Whatever it is, I'm against it No matter what it is or who commenced it I'm against it Your proposition may be good But let's have one thing understood Whatever it is, I'm against it And even when you've changed it or
1: condensed it I'm against it
0: I'm opposed to it on general principle I'm opposed to it.
2: This is the kind of thing that Paul warned against. Don't exactly. say that you're of Apollos. Don't say that you're of Paul. Um, we're of Christ. But at the same time, I, I get what what's so important for us to. I'm sorry, I can't ignore the comment. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> flowers fall. We called the bouquet. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I don't. Well, if you're going to put, I a plug heard in, that one before. If you're going to put a plug in for provisionism, I, I, I think that's that's not named after a person. And that is what provision is all about. It's God's provision for all people. Um, divergent theology. I don't know who that is. <laughs> but um, he's saying that we made our, his first, their first episode. Um, I'm curious, divergent theology. Maybe you could comment on the side chat. Are y'all Calvinists who are yeah. doing a uh, theology podcast, or are you non Calvinist of some sort or some breed? Um, forgive me if you've already told me this and I've forgotten, but uh, there are a lot of podcasts out there. And so i sometimes I forget who's who, but maybe you can introduce who you are um, on the side chat before we close here. Now I oh, like Michael provisionism, Patton and I add—I actually added that to my own self declaration. You know, I call myself an evangelical fundamentalist, Baptistic dispensationalist. Uh, I, I think, yeah. Dispensationalist, provisionalist, <laughs> compassionate Christian. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a good way to put it right there. That's good. I need to write that down. Um, it kind of goes from general to smaller, smaller category. Yeah, yeah that's good. Um, Divergent, the, Michael Patton. You say me, but who's me? Uh, I, I don't think your given name is Divergent Theology. So <laughs> you have to tell me who me is. My, Michael Patton. I know um, that would be a great podcast to listen to. So hey, we're giving a plug for. It sounds like you got a Calvinist and non-Calvinist. Now we've had Michael Patton on here before, um, and uh, we will uh, probably have him again sometime. He's a, he's he's a good Calvinistic guy, and he seems real reasonable. He's actually written articles. Uh, confronting Calvinist on a lot of things, like calling the calling Tulip the gospel. Uh, he's, he, he comes down pretty hard on Calvinist for calling Tulip the gospel. Uh, and uh, he's, he seems to be uh, uh, Which pretty reasonable. That's really good. Yeah. Samson. Okay. I don't know that I've had uh, pleasure of meeting you, Samson. So good to meet you uh, via side chat and good luck on the podcast. Uh, I, I look forward to listening to it. Um, it sounds like I sounds like Brian, you and I made their first podcast. So yeah. wow. praise the Lord. Maybe oh, we'll, we'll, I'll go listen to that when I get a chance. So and we'll, we'll see if you, you do a good job <laughs> representing us with Michael Patton. So, <laughs> all right. God bless guys. I'm going to go bless, eat. Guys. I'm hungry. So. Thanks again. God bless guys. Bye-bye. Be Bye. good.
0: Hey, I'm Michael Patton, and I'm really excited about this because I am going to be able to shut down everything that Samson says. And I should be able to do that because I'm the president of Credo awesome Ministries, and I've got this THM from DTS. Now listen to what he has to say.
1: Hey, I'm Samson Kovach. I'm from the Theology Pit, and I'm really excited that Michael's going to shut down everything that I have to say. Uh, that's, that makes me excited. I have a MAR from uh, TSM. <laughs> so I'll, just, I'll say it like that. This is Divergent Theology, where we take topics, Michael and I both have bit different backgrounds theologically, and we sort of clash them together. And we, we see what happens when the world of theology actually doesn't agree with itself.
0: Gosh, I mean, we're questioning everything right now with this COVID stuff, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've got I've got so many friends and so many people who have backed out of church for so long; they're not really getting back into what well, they were before. They're saying, you know, I got to this place and I try, I started asking the question what is church and what does it what yeah, does it matter yeah. since I've started finding these other avenues we do this online stuff of course we're not being baptized can you be baptized online you know i mean there the, was I've an online, online baptism.
1: baptism yeah did you see uh, that one in virtual reality yeah i saw it yeah yeah How did you see it? um it was cuz it was floating around it was floating around at the same time uh, i took i was there i was there were you get yeah, out of town
0: yeah to it, yeah, uh, well, I went it was it. The, crazy I was, I, so, I was so surprised that i was like i gotta go to this
1: thing this was like my last semester at seminary and i was taking a course on the um the history and theology of catechesis development and baptism yeah. came up and i said what about online baptisms and they pooed yeah. all over that <laughs> like they just they they did like so bad and here we are like we're, we're at the place where what do you do yeah. also seeing the um the ones with you know everybody in the in the masks and stuff and the priest like standing six feet back with a squirt gun you know yeah. sh- 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 like squirting yeah, yeah. the kid and stuff which is why you know sprinkling will become superior because <laughs> it's a lot easier to do <laughs> from distance I mean, you're gonna have to you're wearing a mask i'm telling you super soaker has a market on baptism here we can <laughs> we could do that but um yeah but it's a, but but you're right like what what makes a church a church and i think that baptism is, Here we go to
0: the ecclesiology, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Is that identifying factor of of what makes a church a church? Now, is it? It's not so much the person just getting wet and then baptizing because honestly, they could do that on their own. And we talked yeah. about this before too on the last episode that the unique thing about John the Baptist that he was baptizing, like that's yeah. that that's kind of a, a very no self baptism. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, why would self baptism be? Wrong? I mean, what we have? A, let's say we have a baptistry in um, in, in the churches. You can go in on your own or under supervision. You go in, yeah. you wash up. We call that baptism. Why? Why does there have to be? And and I, I want to. I don't want to answer this biblically with the well because Christ said that you need to baptize. I don't. I don't want to say with that. I just want to say conceptually. Like yeah. why? Why? Why does it have to be hands on? Mm-hmm. Like why can't there be somebody outside of of you know the the, the pool or, or the baptismal or whatever saying those words. And then you're dunking yourself a couple times or one time or however many you think is appropriate. Um, why does the church have to be so hands-on? And I think that the reason is, is because you have to do this for the benefit of another. And I really think that this stems back to, um, the understanding of community through Passover. Because when I was thinking about this recently, like you think about what happened in Exodus and what happened with the Passover understanding. Um, If, if, if the blood of the lamb was not put on the doorposts, like what happened? You know, the firstborn would die, right? Mm -hmm. So was the firstborn out there making sure that blood was on that doorpost. No, it was the head of households that were out there. It was the leaders that were out there. It was the leaders of the house. It was the the parents. It was a a family thing. Oh, and you you need to reconnect. <laughs> well, everybody, this is a good place for a commercial break. <laughs> we can we can move into this uh, and uh, and say hey, uh, you know, credocourses dot com, the These are all great uh, places to get these resources. Hopefully that's Michael back. I don't see a picture. Oh, I'm back. You're back, but I don't see a picture.
0: Well, for some reason, my, my internet just switched networks. <laughs> okay. Hold on. I can get a picture. That's okay. easy. Keep up with the commercial. I could hear you the whole time. Oh, You're could you? Okay.
1: <laughs> I can't remember whether you had which one is .com and which one is .org with you.
0: Oh, no, I know. Just the Credo it, courses. It's the for-profit Credo House has always been the. I uh, think Credo courses. It's for-profit. Wait, do, did you hear me last time?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. Right. Credo courses for for-profit, and Credo House is the not-for-profit that we've had for a long time, okay. and it's the well, it was not for-profit until I didn't pay the taxes, yeah. uh, or I didn't see the taxes and. So Credo uh, oh, well. Courses, we, we're trying, we're we are trying to get it back though. I mean, I, oh, I, I, yeah. we are.
1: So Credo Courses is a company. Credo Houses is an organization. Dot, uh, dot org yeah, organization. LLC.
0: We're an LLC.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So well, that's yeah. how you can remember it then. Credo Courses dot company or credo organization. All right, cool. That's what
0: they originally intended those, right?
1: Yeah. 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 That's what that's, that's how I keep it in my head. That's why our, um, our church page is a.org, but my, but the theology pit is a.com. Yeah. Yeah. I I keep it like that. So, um, could you hear me the whole time? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, um, so yeah, so they're putting the blood on the doorpost and they're doing that for the benefit of another, because I mean, who knows, you know, you got, you got some very bad parents out there that wouldn't care well, if they're first the question I ask you,
0: because okay? I asked you this, you couldn't hear me earlier. I thought you were just talking over me and didn't want to answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why, why you said uh, the firstborn couldn't do that. Why not? Why, why could not the firstborn do it?
1: Well, it's, it, what, okay, here's the double meaning that I think is in, in, the, in the symbolism, in the, in the to, figurative understanding of what's going on here. Um, yeah. The firstborn is not just the um, firstborn physically of you know, all the kids. And some yeah. of the kids may be too small to reach the top of the doorpost and letterism says, well, too bad they're dead. But yeah. um, Israel is considered the firstborn. It's, it's the chosen people. They're the chosen people. Christ is the Israelites. So he is the firstborn of all creation. Within covenant theology, this is the way that, that we think about a lot of this stuff. So it has there's a lot of figural layered meaning within yeah. this. And so this is done for the benefit of someone else. And, and so that's where a, a lot of this is coming from. That's why I think that it's up to the church and it's the responsibility of the church, which is the body of Christ, which is the firstborn, the one that perpetuate this, that that is the entity that is to baptize. Baptism says more about what is transpiring and everybody's involved in it. The whole community is involved in it. And when somebody is then baptized and brought up in that community, they continue that by baptizing.
0: Well, so within the covenant church, then, which, which is the precursor to baptism? Is it, is it the uh, Passover or is it the circumcision?
1: Oh, it would be both. It would be. It would so be a, both are precursors. Both it's, are it's a totality. Yeah, it's like okay. when you're. It's like when you're reading um, the Book of Revelation, and you know, a, a lot of times people say that, and and I, hopefully I won't get you know killed by the linear reading dispensationalists out there. But I'll if kill you, you right take, now. Yeah, if you take the chapters and just put the words um, "meanwhile" back at the ranch. Before a lot of the chapters, you can sort of see that it's, it's, it's layered. It's not a linear timeline, but it's like, the, oh, yeah. you know, the different chapters are, are layered. It's a type of literature. And I think that throughout, um, throughout history, throughout scripture, in the same way that we, you know, you read scripture, especially the Old Testament, and you see the same story like three times in a row. Yeah. Uh, because there, because there are things that are going on at the same time. And we, when you read Nehemiah, you don't read it by, by itself. You read, you know, Esther and, and uh, Ezra along yeah. with it, because, um, you know, it's all going on at the same time. Do you want a bigger picture? And same thing with the gospels. You don't read the gospels literally linearly. You don't say, okay, well, Jesus had his ministry. He died. He came back to life. And then he did his ministry again. Then he died and came back to life, did his ministry again, died, came back. to life. So he did his ministry four times. Like nobody reads yeah. the gospels that way. You yeah. know, and so it, it, there, it's it's the same thing that's happening, but there's just different layers and it's being taught over and over again. It's being, it's being uh, reciprocated and reproduced over and over and over again. I think that's the way that, that God works just in his well, being. Well, if, if that's
0: true, I mean, and I'm sure you've dealt with this question, if that's true, then uh, why not just add baptism rather than having baptism replace? I mean, you have circumcision replace the Passover,
1: Yeah. Um, it's funny. I I have no idea why, like Mm -hmm. why, why people do that. I think that part of the reason is because with the, um, with Abraham and with the righteousness and faith that kind of Paul goes through sort of trying to smooth things over between the Jews and the Gentiles. If you're Jewish, this is your culture. This is what you do to identify yourself with that, with that people group. And you're doing that because you are a Jew, and as a Jew, you are to you know hold these um, uh, the, these different laws, and you are to hold these things. You're part of this theocracy, that kind of thing. And and this is this is where people get tripped up because a lot of people look at Second Temple Judaism as a works based salvation. Where I don't, I don't believe that it is. I don't believe that that Jewish people are doing what they're doing in order to be saved or to be right with God. I think they're doing what they're doing because they are saved and because yeah. they are in the covenant with God, and this is their um, responsibility. This is what they are to do. It's um, when I was in, in um, on a theology pit in a podcast. Um, I did interview I did with a friend of mine from Africa uh, from. Um, uh, kenya northern kenya we were talking about um tribalism and 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 what certain things mean i think we talked about this a little bit with what sacrifices mean because they still do animal sacrifices like all the time there is yeah. a, a an understanding and um you know syncretism is a part of all societies within christianity There there is no pure christianity we all bring our own baggage into everything but the understanding of why a sacrifice is done, it's not to appease a God because this God is angry if you don't do this. It's because it's out of respect. It's mm. its like saying, no, God, we want you to be a part of this. This yeah. is why we are doing this. And yeah. with the Israelites, it's the same thing. This was commissioned to them. No, God, we want you to be a part of our lives. This is why we are doing this. Not, <coughs> yeah, you know, not so that we can be saved, but like we can't keep that and we can't do it. But with Gentiles. Yeah, sure,
0: but they didn't, have, they didn't have any Romans to, to, to let this be more, more defined, more, more uh, in a, in a very uh, propositional way to define their salvation. And I I do do agree with you. I'm just saying, um, I don't, I I at least, and I'm not sure what what you think, I don't think they really thought the same way we do exactly, but there was a lot more mystery to it had not having everything defined, you know, in the fullness of time, Christ came and, and brought about what the what was going. And their hope was just in what God was going to do. You know? Well, I, mean, I don't, I don't know. Was-
1: I, I would push back against that just a little bit, just because um, and I, I know that you listen to my podcast all the time. I know you yeah. listen to Theology Pit like every day.
0: Yeah. So theology I'm gonna, Pit.
1: The Theology Pit. I'm going to plug a book yeah. here. And I'm um, not
0: looking that up right now.
1: No. Okay. And so this book here, figure reading in the old Testament. Yeah. I, I did a, um, a four part, it's four 30 minute, uh, section, but the last one's 45 minutes with, with the author. I sat down with, uh, yeah. Dr. Callit and, uh, and we, and we talked about, um, you know, figural reading, and, and that's sort of some of the stuff that we we, we touched on, um, was, was that Old Testament understanding and Old Testament reasoning. And the argument that he's making is, no, everything is there in the Old Testament, and, and they understood it in the same way. The New Testament is the reciprocation of what is owed to God that Christ did, so all of what humanity should have been doing, Christ did, and that was reciprocated back to God. So the Old Testament is God's love going out, and the New Testament is God's love being returned back to him. So if, if we look at something like, and I, I, I talked about Revelation before, we look at uh, Revelation chapter 4 and 5, you see those um, the five hymns, of uh, the great hymns of, um, uh, of Revelation, and all of them all of the hymns are pointing back to Genesis, are pointing back to the creation, and then are moving up. the The first two hymns are are praising uh, God the Creator, so God the Father, and then you have God the Son being praised in the in the next uh, two, and then the the fifth hymn is the Son and the Father being praised and giving all glory. And so, and those are all imagery taken from the Old Testament. John's not importing anything new in there. So no. I would argue and say, no, the Jews actually did have everything. Because Jesus said, even, I mean, we're talking about uh, baptism here, even when he says to Nicodemus, you know, you're a teacher of the law. How do you not know this stuff?
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. They don't They didn't have everything. I mean, they, yeah. they well, had everything in the sense of, in the sense of it was there. It was available. The imagery was there, the, the, mm-hmm. the it was kind of, you know, this puzzle pieces were all there, but but they weren't. Well, that's not a very good one, because I think the puzzle piece illustration well i'll use it anyway yeah go ahead. the puzzle okay. pieces were all, all there and in the new testament they put it together the puzzle pieces and people saw a clear view of what god was doing in salvation history
1: see i don't think so because you had people like simeon who saw the lord's salvation who knew that this was coming i mean the, the, the point is that when jesus spoke he, he spoke as though they should have known that it was oh, yeah, there, that definitely. it's that it's obvious that it's right there. Definitely, and 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 I think that
0: um, I I think you're right. I think the imagery gives them enough, and they should have known. You're a teacher of law; you should have known these things. Yeah, but I but what we got was propositional knowledge of those things. I mean, we got Jesus teaching. Why did he teach if we were already clear enough in the New Testament? Paul explaining what Jesus did, you know, and and, and expanding on the church and everything. Why did we need that if it was already established in the Old Testament? But Mm -hmm. we get a propositional understanding of so much more. And then this establishment of the new church that is birthed from. All this propositional understanding.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, and that, I mean, we can get into ecclesia also. Like, I mean, the way we translate church, what it what it means, like you know, the called out ones, ones who are people yeah. who are called out, you know, and so it 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 is reminiscent of um, you know Abram being called out. You know, yeah. it, it's reminiscent of Israel being called out of um, Egypt. I mean, you have, the, even, even the name church, the, the fact that we, that we use that syllabification might not do us justice, because we, yeah. we're thinking organization, we're thinking entity, you know, and we're not thinking people, we're not thinking group, we're not thinking, you know, this, this familial type of, of relation. And within um, Gentiles, uh, you know, w- well, with Gentiles, I should say, Gentiles are not Jews. You know, and this was, and this was Romans because when you're reading Romans, Paul's dealing with both Jewish Christians and Gentile Christians. That's the point of Romans. So sometimes he's talking to Jewish Christians and sometimes he's talking to Gentile Christians and he's trying to get them to understand, look, you come from different cultures, different backgrounds. You don't, and this, I mean, this is Galatians. You don't need to be a Jew in order to be saved, in order to be justified, to be part of the people of God. Did you just freeze up on me? or are you just really good at keeping still? <laughs> you froze up i maybe you can hear me i i I cannot hear you. I'll wait for that to to come back here. It's still frozen it's still there. Well, if you can hear me, I mean, I'll, I'll continue on with this until you snap back and then maybe I'll go back over it. But, um, but what I'm driving at here is that the, um, the, the seal and the sign. Okay. There you are. Could you hear me at all? Oh, you froze up again. (laughs) Uh, Oh, you disappeared again. Why? Oh, there. Okay. I hear you now, but I don't, I don't see you. Anything? Yeah. Yeah. Now, hello. Yeah. I see you. Okay. Okay.
0: I don't know. Um, next time when we get a break, when we switch over, let me uh, restart my internet. So remind me of that.
1: Okay. All right. Okay. Um,
0: even though it's been restarted, if I restart it from the phone, it's different for some reason. Oh. At least they say it is.
1: Okay. <laughs> I don't know how you do Even things though I am out plug- there. You know
0: I was under my, I was under my desk earlier and uh, trying to get the camera to work so that we could they, get this going. And I unplugged the internet. That's why I called you uh, saying My, I don't have any internet.
1: <laughs> oh, that's it. Oh, geez. <laughs> you aren't
0: going well for me. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no. I could hear you.
1: Okay. Okay. I could hear you. I'm trying, I'm trying to backtrack in my head now. Where, where is that? Yeah. Um, so with, um, so with, with being a Gentile, we're not under the same type of, of covenantal obligations as Jewish people are. Even, even Jewish yeah. Christians. Um and so therefore we have a different sign that was given. And this was the sign of baptism and baptism again has different figural meanings. And this is this, Nicodemus comes into play here, which is interesting because I actually think that Jesus meant literally being born again. Like physically like, I think that Nicodemus was right to say, "How can it be that a man who is old can crawl back into his mother's womb? I totally well,
0: this is an unexpected divergent. This sounds like it needs a whole show.,
1: uh, I totally think that that's what it is because um this and this becomes the, uh, the because nobody
0: else in history has ever believed that
1: what? <laughs> what are you talking about? All right
0: well you got you got, you can fight three or four people. give me a break. There's okay. All right. I've heard so, of Somebody on the internet. There was this one you, guy, you know. He, all right.
1: Have you ever heard? He, he, was, of, he
0: was on. Uh, he was on MySpace, I think, yeah. or something like that, and he said something about it. All
1: right. <laughs> would you would you respect a a student of Carl Bart saying it?
0: A student of Carl Bart I would I would consider. I mean, I don't respect okay. him just because he's a student of Carl Bart. I mean, all right. if
1: what if he was T F Torrance? Well, Tom yeah, Torrance.
0: I, I mean, I okay. don't know. I, I, I would, here's what I'd do is I'd say, this guy's a smart guy. i got to listen to him. And the same thing I say with you.
1: Yeah, okay. I'm so here's, here's what Torrance said. He said, um, it's upon Christ's unique birth once and for all that our birth depends, and in his birth we are given to share. Baptism thus reposes upon the virgin's birth of Christ as well upon his death and resurrection.
0: I did not understand a single word because that he writes in a style. Seriously, I've got a certain style in my brain. I yeah. can't read. Okay. Like I can't I can't read uh, Dallas Willard. I can't Oh, read. I love
1: Dallas Willard. I can read
0: I can read the page over and over and over, okay. but I can't hear it. It's really weird. But I could not even understand that even hearing it.
1: Okay. So <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll break it down then. Um, okay. Hey, thanks for listening to Divergent Theology. You can visit our websites at credohouse.org or theologypit.com and make a donation. Support the ministry that way. Now, here's a quick look at next week's Divergent Theology. Okay. The, he, uh, when, when you're reading Torrance, always think recapitulation view. That's where he's, he's coming from, okay? So, baptism not only links us to the, the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ, but also to the birth of Christ.